everyone, and welcome to Empowering Homeschool Conversations. Um, my name is Peggy Ployer. I am the, um, the host of this weekly broadcast, as well as the founder and CEO of SPED Homeschool, who sponsors this broadcast. Um, if you don't know anything about us at SPED Homeschool, we empower families to home educate children with learning differences. And so we're on live from... 12:30 to 1:30 every Tuesday afternoon and um we cover a different topic and each month those topics change and then the subtopics that we talk about each week are, are part of that. This month we're focusing on mental health. May is mental health month and we really thought that since we don't have a whole lot of content um, based around that, that we would take a month to, to focus on mental health, especially since it's a growing um, issue and across the world um, and, and something that we want to let parents know there are things that you can do to help students that struggle in this area or even yourself. I know Mary's got some great things to share with us. Thank you so much, Mary, um, for joining us and um, your willingness to take time out of your schedule to share. Thank you for having me. I'm delighted. Yeah. So Mary is one of our partners um, and um, we'll have her talk about some of the services that she offers as well, because I um, definitely want you to connect with her. If you just feel like um, the things that she's sharing is really resonating with you or you really need to dive in deeper with her with some of the issues that you want to walk through. And we realize this, um, some of the things that you may be struggling with with your students or maybe even yourself um they aren't things that you want to post <laughs> um out for everybody to see and that that is understandable um but if it is something that you want to share that you want us to discuss um if you're watching on youtube you can post in the feed of the video on YouTube and we'll be able to see those comments. The same thing is true for our Facebook page. Um, if you are watching in our Facebook group, the support group, you do have to give permission to StreamYard to be able to share those comments just because it is on a public space and that is a private group. Um, and, and then if you're watching on the Empowered Homeschool Network, just click in to the YouTube video and that way you'll be able to make comments where we can see them. If you make comments on that platform, we won't see them till after the show. So. Um, just a little housekeeping there. So, um, so yeah, um, Mary, I would love for our audience to get to know you. And this is kind of how I love starting our, our conversations because um, there's I was always a story and a passion behind every person who shares and why they um, they just feel like this is something I could talk on for an hour or more. And <laughs> usually it's more. <laughs> um, but but yeah, if um, if you could just uh, let us know a little bit about you, your background in helping people with anxiety and depression, and just why you're so passionate about the work that you do. Certainly. I'm going to turn off my phone. <laughs> that would be terrible. Um, well, one of, the, one of the reasons that I got involved in this is that I have struggled a great deal with anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, I remember uh, when I was a senior in high school, I went to a, a very uh, a, a religious Lutheran school, and um, by the time I was at my senior year, over that summer, I developed this. It, I guess it was shingles or something. Oh wow! But it, it, and that is what it was from. Hmm. And uh, back back in those days, all they did was give you a, a lot, a lot of Valium, hmm. and um, and of course my parents were kind of object. So it just was a, a real struggle. Mm. 
Hmm. And I got through it and I went into teaching and I taught for quite some time and then went back to school for uh, school psychology, hmm. mainly mm -hmm. to help teachers because I thought that was such a high, highly stressful job. <laughs> I was anxious about that too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and I thought, you know, and then I would always take continuing education and I would think, oh, you know, if I could just tweak it a little bit, if I just had some support hmm. to, to move what I'm doing just a tad, then uh, it, life would be easier. Right. And so I, I pursued that and uh, enjoyed, I very much still enjoy it, except that many times it turns out to be test in place. And yeah. all anyone mm -hmm. wants to know is whether somebody qualifies for services. Mm -hmm. And yes, this qualifying for the services and getting the right accommodations, learning to advocate for yourself, those are all very important things. Mm. Um, which is then why I went into private practice, because I wanted to work with people who actually did want to um, I could actually stick with the kids hmm, and stick with the right. parents and know what happened after yeah. the IEP meeting and mm -hmm. how 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 are we going to keep that going and um, yeah. sometimes dealing with a great bureaucracy is very frustrating yes. and causes uh, a lot of uh, uh, just a, a great deal of distress mm -hmm. on the children and on the on the parents on the system. It's, so, right, so you're adding anxiety to anxiety, yes, <laughs> basically. Yes. And having been a fairly anxious person myself mm -hmm. and, uh, and having that, well, if I do meet this bar, maybe the bar was too low and I, I should set it higher. Hmm. So like just never really being satisfied and right. just saying, you know, good enough is good enough, hmm. which is, kind of a must for the kids I work with, mainly very anxious, very high functioning, and then the anxiety will feed into a depression mm -hmm. <clears throat> where they are constantly trying to meet unrelenting standards. And with the depression, they don't even have, they don't even want to get out of bed. Right. So they don't have the motivation to even do what they were doing before. Hmm. It's yeah. like a burnt out bulb hmm. or a burning out bulb. Right. Where yeah. it's a good they, picture. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. And, and being anxious and being depressed over a long period of time actually uh, will make changes within your brain. Mm -hmm. So once you get on a negative track, <clears throat> the neurons tend to fire along that track. You really have to retrain, retrain it. Retrain it. It is hard right. work. Yeah. yeah. And that's hard when you're already at a low place. Exactly. So, yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to dive into this topic, but like I said at the beginning, if you have any questions, comments, um, things that um, you would like answered while we're, we're on, we would definitely want to address those. Um, Mary, is it a good time for me to bring up your slides? Sure. Okay. <clears throat> right. 
So this is this is what we're going to talk about. And I love this quote. It's an it's from an unknown person, but it's like being scared and tired at the same time. Yeah. And mm. I liken it to being <clears throat> so if you were in the car and you needed to go forward, but then you've got one foot on the brake and one foot on the gas, and this is where you are the mm. whole time. Um with your idle speed going higher and higher and you're not moving anywhere. Right. Oh, that's, yeah, it's a good way to mentally as a parent to, to understand. Right. Where our students might be. Yeah. And this is just how, uh, Oh, this is my website and these are the areas I don't do. I don't do everything. I found mm -hmm. that you cannot do everything right well. exactly that is a very good point to make <laughs> <laughs> so uh i my main counseling niches are body focused repetitive behaviors and mm. attention deficit hyperactivity mm. um and executive functioning okay uh, the body focused behaviors trichotillomania is compulsive hair pulling Hmm. Um, you, some children will pull out their, their hair, uh, some it's eyelashes, some it's hmm. eyebrows, uh, dermatilia is, um, picking, constantly picking at your skin, hmm. at your face, um, and along this area of body focused, uh, you've got extreme nail biting. Hmm. where down to the point where it's infectious, right. uh, non-suicidal self-injury, although hmm. that is a very, that is a very complicated, hmm. um, a complicated issue. So um, not, none of the behaviors are actually anything that's going to um, necessarily kill you, hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that is dangerous that way. Uh, trichotillomania, some sufferers will uh, ingest the hair, and that can cause digestive problems, and right. that can be quite serious. Hmm. Uh, the skin pickers can pick until they get something so infected that it can't be um, undone, hmm. and uh, cutters will just make a mistake, oh. you know. Yeah. Uh, even if they're non-suicidal, they're just doing it, you know, look how bad I feel. Hmm. Um, they could just make a mistake and end up hospitalized or worse. Hmm. Yeah. Um, well, I'm so glad we're addressing these because we don't talk about this very much, but the, the, the prevalence is there and, oh, and it, it deserves an, uh, definitely and, a conversation, if not more. <laughs> yes. And, and the reason is there is a great deal of shame associated with these. Hmm. Um, and, and I've also, the, the people that I work with, not only are those uh, children or young adults high functioning, the, the whole family is. And this is probably the first problem they have run into that is so persistent hmm. that they can't because they're the type of people that, well, let's, let's name it, we'll claim it, and mm -hmm. then we'll get after it and then it should go away. And it doesn't. It mm. has a uh, they. It has a very addictive quality to it, hmm. and that is frustrating because right. the kids too are like, I don't understand why, why this 
why I can't fix this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no 10 easy steps to getting over. <laughs> no, no. And because it's addictive, it will crop up again. Mm, so during point. treatment, you have to prepare them for that so that mm -hmm. they don't um, freak out and try to hide it again. Right. Or feel like a failure yeah, and so, make it worse the next time around. Right. And yeah. many parents don't know what's happening because the kids will will uh, pull underneath their mm -hmm. hair and then do like the big comb over hmm. until they can't do it anymore. So wow. it's a fascinating, fascinating group. Hmm. All right. Are we ready to head on? Yeah. Attention deficit. I can evaluate for that. And then the, the third thing on that slide uh, has to do with working memory and attention. It's okay. sort of the foundation for your reading comprehension, your math, and your other academic skills. And this mm. is a digital program I have called CogMed that uh, huh. Pearson, the Pearson group puts out. Right. And um, I like it. It's it's for attention deficit and working memory. It's drug free, hmm. and it's and it's intuitive because with many <laughs> digital things, if you play the games and you get good enough at them, you just keep playing them. Oh, and this yeah. this resets, hmm. and in um, and it also is is limited. It's, there's forty sessions to it. So oh, now we yeah. can move on. All right. <laughs> All right, so we're going to talk about signs of anxiety. I'm assuming they're different in different kids, but there are probably some commonalities there. Right. Um, what, what anxiety does is it makes it so that you are always fighting with the fight and the flight hmm. system. And I, I picked the young man because I've had kids who were very anxious and what they did was freeze. Oh. That was their coping mechanism. Hmm. And they would actually just, just shut down. Yeah. I mm -hmm. noticed this, a young man, I was evaluating him and it was high stakes because he wanted accommodations. Hmm. Um, but he he just stopped and his yeah. mother his mother had to take him home and then bring him back and then we mm -hmm. had to do it in in shorter segments because at some point he the anxiety overwhelmed him and he he just mm -hmm. stopped just wow. stopped um some kids that will with attention problems and anxiety, they will start moving around ah. and get themselves in a lot of trouble because they won't sit still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. And the younger kids, you see that m much more. Okay. Uh, the dropping the pencil and then crawling around trying to get it back up. And mm -hmm. all it means is I'm really, I don't think I can do this. Or right. So it's they're, they're trying to communicate more. something, but they don't have the, the words the or words. the words. Idea right. of what what actually is bothering them right that makes sense mm -hmm. yeah and um and as they get older you see the girl in the middle it just turns into something where uh you wouldn't call her fidgety um mm. but she is suffering nevertheless uh, yeah. just 
um, really uh, internalizing it and and trying to hide it and you know just yeah that's a really using, good word using um yeah socially acceptable I guess you would say mm -hmm. um, ways of dealing with that anxiety mm -hmm. but but still yes right it's there and she's yeah she's biting biting her nails and a lot of times you will see kids also then um, picking at their at their hair or fooling mm -hmm. around with their hair mm -hmm. um, and uh, but they're not they're not something they're not calling they don't want to call any attention to themselves right mm -hmm. right yeah and uh, they go through that and then you get to the, the third person's point where I had a young lady who is <clears throat> very, very slow processor, hmm. but she had turned out with uh, headaches, migraines to the point where she couldn't go to school a lot of the time. Um, her stomach, they, they thought she had an ulcer. They thought she was hmm. back and forth to the doctor all the time. And, um, um, now that she's gotten, and she was a skin picker also, mm. uh, but now we've worked together for quite some time and all of those things have gone away. Mm. Um, and she's another one, extremely bright and really fought accepting who she was mm. and the fact that, that this is always going to be something to work on. Yeah. Yeah. But but she overcame that. Well, I talked to her yesterday. She had just finished calling her college. She, she's going to FSU next year mm. and making sure she had the right accommodations. And Very see, that's cool. a victory. Um, right. A lot mm -hmm. of a lot of your kids are so anxious that they won't make the phone call. Yes. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. So, and then, yeah, we just say they're being lazy or lots of other things. And there's these underlying issues that. Oh. Are, yeah. are there and, yeah. and we actually exasperate it and make them more anxious when we do that. <laughs> right, right. The other signs are, you know, tearing up very easily, crying very mm -hmm. easily, getting very easily frustrated. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they get frustrated, but then they refuse to leave the task. They won't take the break. Right. Yeah. Because I, I have to keep working. Yeah. Mm hmm. Is that internal? bar they've set for themselves like you were talking about earlier mm -hmm. yeah yep. all right we ready to go okay. on to the next slide sure okay and then we move on to depression yeah and uh i think the basic thing about depression is the uh tendency now they're isolating yes they're in their room they don't want to come out for dinner if they do come out for dinner they don't they don't want to talk to anybody Hmm. everything's fine. And, um, and if they were in a number of sports, they don't want to do it anymore. Hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. if they were in music, they don't want to go. Um, and they're in their room. Um, a lot of time, a lot of times, if they're allowed the phone in the room, hmm. um, they are just making it worse. They're going on all kinds of, um, like group chats, just places where they are being emotionally abused mm. and they, they, mm. uh, they can't leave that alone. There's, mm. um, the, sometimes anxiety will make you act out socially 
because mm. you're not sure if you're doing the right thing, well, then you become the target. Oh, yeah. Because because you're that guy or mm. you're that girl. You just keep laughing. I hate your laugh. And mm. then that goes all into the group chat. And it's like a and, search for identity. Mm -hmm. And you don't know where you fit because you're you're down so low. Right. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. And eventually just want to sleep all the time. Hmm. And uh, and then there's anger. Uh, another sign. It, it's almost better the kids who are sad because people are trying to comfort them or trying to help right. them. Mm -hmm. But for for many kids, it doesn't come out as sadness. It comes out as as anger, frustration. Hmm especially um, teenage boys who will start going into this, they become so irritable so mm. and so sarcastic and so uh, hard to be around. And, mm. um, and they too had got anxious about something. It could have been that they're, they were a big star in middle school lacrosse and now they don't get any playing time in high school. Hmm. And so they're really angry about it. And when they tell people, people say, you know, well, you know, just keep going. It'll get yeah. better. Hmm. And, mm -hmm. and they just don't feel that at the moment. Right. And boys are starting also to have a lot of body image things. Hmm. Um, probably from the internet culture, the Photoshop culture. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. The, That's interesting. Yeah, we always equate that with girls, but mm -hmm. but I can see that yes, that affecting them as well. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and then the girls, uh, it just sad, mm. just mm -hmm. sad, and um, really not being able to figure out what is going on. Right inside or outside, but they do know that they just don't feel right. Hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's another, I didn't, don't have a picture for this, but the other picture would be a completely happy young person. And yep. sometimes they are covering this all up because there is no way anybody's going to learn about this. Mm -hmm. And they also feel that it is their job to keep everybody happy yep. and, yeah. um, and, and not to bring anybody down mm -hmm. because, because you don't want to do that. Right. And yet you feel terrible all the time. Mm -hmm. Yep. That was me. I yeah. covered it up from fourth grade on. Even married, my husband had no idea. I was depressed and contemplating suicide on a regular basis. Right. Yep. Right. And, and you get really good at it. Yes. And that's why when you hear people say, well, I had no idea. Mm -hmm. and, and people will say, well, why not? I mean, <laughs> it's your kid, right? And no, they mm -hmm. are um, masters. And this is the same with the body-focused people. They are masters of subterfuge. Hmm. They can hide anything. Wow. And um, and go to great lengths to hide it. Right. And yeah, as you were saying, as long as I'm happy, as long as I'm up, 
-hmm. Nobody's going to go anywhere. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's good to know, though. I mean, we we as parents want we want to have this this easy solution, but you know, it's not easy. Uh, But being aware is the first step. Definitely. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And um, and I've never really come across anybody who was exactly like somebody else. Mm. There, there are some similarities that somebody like me can talk about, right. but, but they are all kind of individual. Some of it, it comes out in the physical, uh, some of it, it comes out in the emotional mm. and, um, and some people just use other means of escape. Right. Whether it's compulsive sports playing or mm, compulsive mm-hmm. achieving, that's a good way to make sure nobody knows. Right. Yep. Be, yep. be in a lot of clubs. <laughs> <laughs> Just cover it up. Keep covering it up. Yep. <laughs> right. Right. Lisa, one of our viewers, said too that kids can stay up all night instead of sleep and be another sign of anxiety. That, and I think you had mentioned that the hard to fall asleep, the ones that. Right, right. And they, um, uh, and, and that's, that's a hard one for them to really acknowledge. Like Mm. when you try to say, well, what's going on there? Are you worried? You know, you try to teach them to use, to visualize a blackboard and then erase all your troubles. Mm. Um, and some people have had luck on Headspace, hmm. that that app, and one of the things it will do is read stories to you until you fall asleep. Huh. And that works for some people. Um, but I had another girl who tried it, and she just said she got interested in the story, then she couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> so- <laughs> So yes, like you, you said, going back again, it's it's so individualized. Exactly. <laughs> There's exactly. lots of lots of ways to to figure out if your child's depressed, and lots of ways to to work on things. Right. <laughs> so and that's and that's the challenge because we mm. really do want to just just get the ten steps or the seven ways or the mm. uh, twenty. I mean, you see it all over when you Google something. Exactly. We're quick, ways, quick fix society. Yep. Seven ways, mm-hmm. six ways. And the first thing uh, with anybody is you have to really understand that this, this is, it is what it is. Right. And there are ways out, mm-hmm. but you have to find your own. It's yeah. like uh, on, on the nights of the round table. Hmm. Uh, every, all of the nights had to go into the forest, but each had to go his own on his own way. Wow. Yeah. So that's how you find the grail. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. There, there aren't any there aren't any quick fixes. And mm. uh, yeah, yeah. people. So okay. All right. We well, can go on. on. Yeah. Oh, I love that you're talking about this. I'm listening to the book Breathe right now, and it uh, is, it's transforming even some breathing techniques I've used. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it is. There are so many different ways to breathe. This box breathing is the one I give everybody first. It's one mm. of their first homework assignments, and they can 
individualize it, but I have them start with four. Four in, hold it for four, four out, and hold it. Or breathe out four and continue out and then in. And they will do that. Then the next time we really go into how you want to move your shoulders back. You want to keep this area free and you want to breathe in. And as you breathe in, your tummy goes out as a balloon. And when you breathe out, you push that air back out and it has to be that way. Mm. Um, And that is, you can do that. um, You can do that walking, you know, there's a, very good book called by Tainak Han called The Long Road Turns to Joy. Hmm. And he was a Vietnamese monk. Hmm. And and he talks about this. So four steps you're breathing in, four steps you're thankful for being here, hmm. four steps you're grateful and happy, and then you start all over again. Hmm. And uh, that's the easiest to practice. I tell people, you get to a red line, you box breathe. Hmm. You get in the shower, you box breathe. You have to stand in line, you box breathe. Nobody knows you're doing it. Right. But yeah. you just, that stomach goes out and then you push the air back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and this is a, a group I gave them, uh, I give them a lot of credit. I use their stuff often and I would <laughs> bet many of the listeners do as well. It, they're called Go Zen. Hmm. And they send out printables. I've got their, uh, I've got a link to their resources and they work with individual, it's mainly anxious, emotional kids. Okay. That's how they started. And Mm. they have really gone. If you just go and sign up for their newsletter, you get these free printables all Mm. the time. And they also will work with, you know, if you get about 10, 10 people together, and buy licenses, they will train oh. you on how to do, I thought it would be good for maybe uh, the little community homeschooling. Right, yes, for a pod or a co-op. A pod or a mm-hmm. co-op. Yeah. And, because you can see, this is definitely for kids. Mm-hmm, yeah. So, yeah, you breathe in, and then you make all the, fl- <laughs> you throw up, blow, blow out, the, breathe in the flowers, blow out the candles. Right. Breathe in the flowers. Those are good hands. visuals because kids often, well, how do and I breathe? And yes. I, mm-hmm. I know. And they have one where it, you've got this hot chocolate and you breathe it in and then you blow the marshmallows all over. Oh, <laughs> that's I fun probably for kids. have yeah. more <laughs> on the next one. Okay. Yeah, let's see. We'll, we'll look. There we go. Oh, yeah. This is one. This is, this is breath work also. Hmm. Uh, and this one you can do a couple of ways. I may have this same one on the grounding, but you can either between the between the intention and the action, there has to be a pause. Hmm. And so you just pause. And then this is the rainbow one. Inhale, exhale, inhale, exhale. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, just quick, easy little things, but with Very the visuals, cool. it makes it makes it so much easier than trying to get super technical and um, right. 
Yeah. And the, and these come on cards. So what I had my clients do, the younger ones, is they, so they would get the whole sheet of cards, they would cut them up, mm-hmm. and then they would laminate them. And if somebody was having a meltdown or somebody was starting, you'd say, go mm. over and just pick one. That's the one you should do today. Got it. And they would go over and do it in their little quiet space. Mm -hmm. So it's like kind of like brain breaks, but more quiet and and calming Mm -hmm. types of of breaks. Right. Right. I love that. Yeah. Do you talk a lot about just breathing through your nose versus your mouth? I mean, that's what I'm learning about in this book now is how important nose breathing is. Yeah. And alternate nostril breathing. Right. Mm hmm. Yeah, and one side controls one side of your brain and the other side controls the other side of your brain and oxygen getting to it. And yeah, it's fascinating. Right. (laughs) And uh, Gozen has a series for like middle and high schoolers Um, and also for these little kids. For the little kids, it's the the busy bee breath. So you're in through Mm -hmm. your nose and then you but you can hear the buzzing. You can hear the buzzing in your throat. uh And then for the middle school, it's called breath of the siren and you breathe in through your nose and then when you breathe out you can hear in you put out over your ears and you breathe oh, out okay. and you can hear the music of the universe mm. <laughs> <laughs> well the universe inside your head but yes <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it works <laughs> exactly exactly oh, um, that's good we got a question from a viewer are you sure. okay if we like throw that that's- in the middle Absolutely. Okay. She said that, um, how do you help someone who's addicted to their computer? They use it as an escape. Oh, man. That, that is the new, the new biggest problem that yeah. used to be. And uh, it's compounded by the fact that there's so much of their schooling and their books that are on the yes. computer. So you're not sure exactly what they're doing on there Mm. and you're they also the kids can kind of teach one another how Mm. to circumvent the parent or how to get around the parental controls um i guess all i can say is that i i I almost truly believe that you have to take it away Mm. and um and 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 deal with those consequences because mm-hmm. it is it is taking uh, it's taking a coping mechanism a, a method of escape that uh, there's uh, one um, one psychologist he had the problem with his son and mm-hmm. so what he did was at night the 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 uh, iPad went went in the backpack mm-hmm. and that. That young man got up in the middle of the night, cut a hole in his backpack, and took that iPad and went back mm. to his bedroom. So the most what most experts are saying is that you want to the extreme of taking it away from them is going to cause a terrible uproar. Right. So they uh, they suggest that you sit with them and educate them about garbage in garbage out mm-hmm. and what what are good things to be doing on this computer and what are time wasters and teach them about how the algorithms are controlling them 
And don't you want to be in control of your own life? Don't you want to choose? You don't have to watch that next video that, that the YouTube throws at you. Mm -hmm. yeah. they, they, yeah. They're betting that you will, but you can outsmart them. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that seems to be the most effective because yeah. don't do this. I'm going to control you. That just seems to make it worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, we would always go on a vacation where <laughs> my husband's like notorious for this. You can't get internet and there's no plugins. We go off the grid. And so devices only last for so long and you've got nothing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, and, it, and it's amazing how you rediscover a whole lot of things that you enjoyed that you didn't remember or take advantage of for so long because that computer had always been there. Right. Right. And the other thing is um, uh, what families can do is go off the grid. Mm -hmm. And so everybody does. Yep. Because one of the things the kids will say is, well, you're always on yours. Yes, yes, exactly. Well, you're always on yours. And you will see mm -hmm. families out to dinner and nobody's talking. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know my team gets mad at me. My my phone often gets left in my bathroom and I don't look at it for half of a day. And it's just the way it is. I'm I'm not sitting in my pool. Sorry, <laughs> I need rest. And and you've got to you've got to model that. Right, That's so true for right. for your kids. They... Yeah, I think modeling, um, educating them about it, and there are some really some good little like summer programs that the library will do, mm. where the police can come in and really talk about um, the very real danger you can get into. Yes. without without trying mm -hmm. it will come to you and it exactly. will come as a very um it's very subtle too. a very non-threatening mm -hmm. hey i think you're cute that right. kind of thing yep yeah. yep yeah so does that answer your question sort of <laughs> i hope so yeah well we'll wait for her to respond and we'll just continue okay. on um okay all right this is this, so this continuation of breathing types exactly. of things, right? Okay. And this is breathing with visualization. Okay. Because yeah. you can breathe just for the physical breath. Breathing will definitely help reset that nervous system. Mm -hmm. But to ground is to visualize your energies going back into the earth. Well, this goes back oh. a lot to what you were talking about before is those neural pathways mm -hmm. that um, we develop faulty ones when we have anxiety and depression and the mm -hmm. rebuilding of I, I did this with my kids when they were depressed and we would whatever I heard them saying that was untrue. We looked up the biblical version of what was true and and I had them meditate on that on that scripture. I'm like, this is what God says about you. This is what I believe about you. Um, this is what you have to be thinking, not that. <laughs> right. Whatsoever is good, whatsoever is true. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Think on these things. Exactly. And so this is you visualize the warmth coming up from the heavens and bathing you and then you give it back. It just flows through you, and it's right there. That's oh, amazing. Yeah, last and, night in my martial arts class, we were talking about being heavy. And our martial arts instructor talked about how when somebody's, because it's a, a self-defense class, and it's like somebody comes and tries to grab you, think heavy, and you become heavy. <laughs> it's 
So um, it it is, has a lot to do with how you visualize yeah. where your body's at. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, this is the this is the Go Zen. This is for the kids. Loving kindness meditation. Hmm. May I be safe. May I be happy. And yep. And then this is the middle school. Uh, what they did with their middle school uh, program is turn them into superheroes. Mm. And so this is the breath of the hero. And I just put, you know, how, how to do it. Yeah. And, uh, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, yeah, we'll go on to the next slide. Go on to the next one. Let yeah. you know, Lisa said that, um, that, yeah, she's had a therapist that said it's okay to let them use the computer to reduce anxiety. But I'm assuming you don't agree with that. <laughs> well, see, that, that's, that's where it gets to be um, uh, kind of a really naughty question. Mm. Knowing how the computer, uh, it depends. Now, like if they're on a, something like Headspace, mm-hmm. um yeah. If they're maybe playing a game that isn't competitive, like there are some some mystery games, clues where you solve things. Right. That's that's fine. However, if you become addicted to that computer, I dollars to donuts, you're not solving the mystery. Mm. You've somehow got caught in that Facebook algorithm, uh, Snapchat, Insta. Right. Mm-hmm. somehow got pulled in that direction. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I wouldn't disagree with the therapist, um, but I would sure keep an eye on also on whether the uh, anxiety is, is being reduced. Okay. So then this goes up from the body up into the mind. And it kind of puts the mind and the body together. Okay. And so Brain Gym um, has just certain things like uh, the double doodle. You're drawing, you're doodling uh, opposite directions with oh, both yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. So kind of that cross and brain lazy, type stuff. Lazy eights, you're making the, the infinity sign and following mm-hmm. it. Cross crawls, you're going from your elbow to the opposite knee. Like that mm-hmm. um, very very good for uh, learning disabilities. All yep. three of these, mm-hmm. and and also getting your brain ready to learn. Yeah, yep. and and then uh, while you're working or whatever, uh, if you sometimes you need to raise your level of alertness. Hmm. You know, you're you're anxious. You would think of anxious as being up, but sometimes anxious is just being frozen. Oh yeah, like you were talking so about earlier. Mm-hmm. If it's a plus, it raises your level. If it's a minus, it lowers it. Oh okay. So if you eat, if you have sour things there, hmm. lemon pickles, um, it perks you up. Huh. Uh, sugarless hard candy, some sour ones, some cinnamon. If you want them to calm down, have them uh, suck on a butterscotch or a vanilla. Hmm. And these, and it's the same with uh, the smells that are oh, around oh, really? you. Really? Okay. So uh, a cinnamon yeah. or a peppermint or a grapefruit, um, kind of on the aromatherapist's end, hmm. that perks mm-hmm. you up. And right. then these are much more soothing. 
And there's a whole set of essential oils that mm. have different properties as well. well that's good to yeah. know. Yeah. And then you can fiddle with a fidget, fiddle with a stress ball, whatever you mm. want to do. Um, with hair pullers, I ask them to get uh, a ball that looks kind of like that they that has a lot of uh, strings on it. Oh, so yeah. they can they mm -hmm. can search and pull. It kind of mimics the behavior they want to do. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's and, not destructive. Yeah. Right. And brighten the lights to keep people up. <laughs> Dim them if they're too, uh, too alert. Too, too alert right? <laughs> um, it helps kind of de-stress when you clear your workspace of, yes. of clutter. Mm -hmm. um, soft, soothing music. It can kind of get you down. They also say that if you do Baroque music hmm. in the background, that that keeps that keeps kids moving because um, they do a lot of things in fugues where the music is chasing, oh, like in Vivaldi, yeah. uh -huh. it chases, the music chases itself, right? And that yeah. gets the brain chasing and oh. keeping moving. Uh huh. Yeah. Instead of being yeah. stuck in a pattern, mm -hmm. which a lot of a lot of music has that monotonous pattern, and then maybe changes a little. But right. yeah, if you can get it to go all over the place, I could see how that would be helpful. Right. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, for for anxiety, I often have people make a playlist, a happy mm. list. Yep. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then some kids like heavy work. Uh, some kids that, that have trouble uh, settling down or feeling safe in their space, they mm -hmm. will wear the weighted vests. Yes. Or have yep. a weighted pillow on their... Mm -hmm. Yep, we have and, lots of weighted blankets in our house. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, butterfly hugs are for, you know, that's just kind of like cross crawls, except you're patting mm -hmm. yourself on the back hmm. in, in a pattern. And, oh, okay. And kind of counting. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of put, gets your brain in gear. Mm -hmm. And then once it's in gear, what is it saying? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm there you want go. to know. <laughs> Automatic negative thoughts. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. This is how uh, uh, Daniel Amen, or Amen talks about this quite a lot. Mm. And he, he wrote, change your brain, change your life. And mm. And he's, uh, he's kind of into everything now. Uh, but back in the day, he, he was, um, well, he still is. He's just very expensive. <laughs> yeah. So buy his book. <laughs> I, that's what I would suggest. Uh, and, uh, and yeah, because the books are reasonable and they aren't that, you know, it's, it's scientific and you've got a lot mm. of research going into them, but definitely you can do these things, mm. practice mm -hmm. these things yourself or go to your therapist and say, this is how I'd like to get well. Mm. And if they want to help you do it your way, they will. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and it, it's yeah. automatic negative because these you do not know you are thinking these things. Exactly. You can go through hours and not yeah. even know it. Yeah, it's right. It's crazy. One of the very first uh, weeks that I work with somebody, that's one of the things we do. We we find their favorite ants, and usually mm. it's one of these three. <laughs> <laughs> he has like nine of them. 
And then we say, just notice it, you know, don't try to turn it around yet. Just notice, Mm -hmm. notice how often. How often, exactly. Mm -hmm. And how long you stay on that one thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be careful how you talk to yourself because you are listening. Mm, That's a good one. (laughs) This is, this is a favorite mind reading. Hmm. And I think it's in probably starts in third grade and goes through our adulthood. Yeah. You believe you know what other people are thinking. Mm-hmm. Now you don't ask them. Right. You just assume. You just, mm-hmm. I know, I know they are yeah. all talking about me. Hmm. And uh, I know they, they, they think this about me. And, right. and you're like, you know, you might not know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and even that, if they do, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I said, well, you could ask them, oh, well, then they hurt my feelings. I said, well, you know, eventually we're going to take what people say as feedback mm-hmm. uh, rather than criticism. Right. Uh, yeah. Something you can do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, guilt beating is a favorite. Hmm. I should have worked on this harder. I must get first place. I ought mm-hmm. to practice more. Mm-hmm. I have to win this. Yeah. All right. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I I have one uh, little girl who's, who just sets an impossible schedule for herself. Hmm. And um, she, nobody could could do it. And halfway through the day, she will stop. Hmm. And watch watch an episode of Monk and pick. Oh, because she's because, so anxious from what be, she set herself up for. Yeah, because mm-hmm. her shoulds are unreasonable. Right. And then uh, they're not protecting you. They're making right. you smaller. Uh, blaming yourself for your own problems. Mm. That is, that is a good one. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Just reliving instead of learning from something and moving on. When we all make mistakes. But right. it's living in that mistake versus moving on from it. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so what you want to do is get yourself a personal anteater. Mm. <laughs> and actually, Daniel Amon has made a kid's book. Uh, and it is an ant. It's got an anteater on the cover. It's called Snouts. Mm. Um. So, okay. So you build your environment with words. Yep. Affirmations are good. They're, um, you have to repeat them a lot. Mm-hmm. You need to be looking at yourself in the mirror and repeating them. And, uh, and with affirmations, you're saying it as though it is true. Right. Yes. Yep. Um, and so there, so Mm-hmm. And you just keep saying it's uh, and it's on the order of uh, mantras. Mantras are sort of uh, are more like they play in the background of your head. Mm-hmm. You, you find one, kind of like directions. <laughs> yeah, and then forgive, forget, move on. Forgive, forget, move on. Um, uh, I'm possible. I'm possible. I'm possible. And. You just say it and say it and say mm-hmm. it. And um, you can also get yourself a theme song and play that mm-hmm. in the back of your head. 
like, uh, oh, the one I, I just have recently gotten, so I, I suggest to everybody, is from uh, The Greatest Showman, This Is oh, Me. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there are a lot of very, um, very comforting hymns, very comforting mm-hmm. spirituals, um, and, you know, just some really good old-time show tunes, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and right. They get you back to those basics, what really matters. Uh, yes. We focus on so many things that don't matter anymore. That, <laughs> and we can get it, so caught up in it. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. We do. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, pray more, worry less. Yes. Uh, and we're going to spend all next, next week's broadcast on praying and mental health. So that's, oh, that's a good yes. tie-in right there. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. Yes. Um, because there, there is, you know, active where you are praying actually uh, to kind of an empowering kind of thing. And then the contemplative prayer, you just sit hmm. and mm-hmm. be quiet and and listen. Yeah. Listen for the direction. Yeah. And right. try not to let all the thoughts in here take over. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. Because what happens when we try to be quiet you either get the monkey mind which mm-hmm. means oh should i take the peas out of the oven or right. you know, <laughs> uh, or or the big deal mind mm. in which something very small um just becomes the most important thing in the world right yeah and mm-hmm. yeah and just yeah. blow it out of proportion it always happens when mm-hmm. you you are trying to calm and be quiet right yeah. 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 Um, before we get on to your resources, I'm going to leave those up there. One of our viewers had said that, um, about the computer, we're kind of going back to that is that, um, you know, that it, they do know it's a way of escape. And I think that goes back to what you were talking about earlier is having that conversation about, you know, do know that this is controlling you versus let's just, remove that because that's the enemy well no the enemy is actually what's inside of it and let's figure out how it works and how that enemy is attacking you um and so i love that approach mary that you you talked about um because that's so important it's nice to know that differentiation between the the technology itself then technology can be good but yet technology can be used in a lot of bad ways too and right. perpetuate I- the issue I, I don't know who would have thought that it would get so, that just so much evil could could occupy a space. Mm-hmm. That's not even the dark web. Who knows what's on there? Oh, I, I know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. That's um, bad enough. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And how mm-hmm. people can get, um, get, uh, flim flammed and fooled and, right um, yep mm-hmm. yeah it's uh it's it it is something yeah um but i should have put a a bit of a, a disclaimer because with all of these i mean i use them all but there's nothing that's that you, you want to decide how much you're willing to spend um mm-hmm. and how much uh, is this subscription worth or how much is that 
Right. Yep. So yeah. I will take all these links um, okay. since you sent me the, the slides and I'll put them in the description of the YouTube so that people listening to our podcast will just be able to go to the YouTube version of this broadcast and be able to click on the links instead of having to copy them down. So don't don't rush trying to copy all this down from the screen. Okay. We'll make yeah. sure that you have that. So great. Yeah. Yeah. The yep. the APA. Oh, do we have questions? Is there um, the, just the last one was um, just talking about the, the biblical version turnaround that I had <laughs> with how I handled it. And that, that really was how I defeated my own depression personally was, was I plastered and I still plaster Bible verses everywhere in my house and walk by them. And like you were talking about, Mary, I read them until I believed them. Because a lot of times I struggled with myself and saying that that really is how God sees me. That's really how, you know, me versus the me that I'd been cycling in my brain and telling myself and defeating myself over and over again. And yeah, I had an adult uh, hair puller, uh, male, and he would take his Bible and hold it in both hands tightly and read the verses out loud mm -hmm. until he until he felt himself letting go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. so there's a, there is a lot of power that um, is kind of all around us. Yes, yeah. Well, we have to to break those cycles, and I think that's what was so important from what you talked about at the beginning was those cycles are there, and if we don't interrupt them and disrupt them, they will continue and just get worse from the anxiety all the way to the depression, and um, and so it's bringing in that, that truth and that light and the reprogramming. That's so important. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But, but yeah, so your website, you have it up here, mm -hmm. is Travis, T-R-A-V-I-S-P-S dot com. That's correct. Yep. Great. That's correct. Wanted yep. to make sure our podcast listeners knew what that was too. <laughs> yes. And I'm getting a, I'm, it's getting a facelift, but it, it's still functioning. But I am getting it, uh, getting it a little more um, attractive uh, and, and cool. organized a little better. Mm -hmm. so. And what types of services do you offer? Um, I, I offer counseling, and I do that for anxiety, depression, um, and all the body-focused behaviors. Yeah. So trichotillomania, excoriation, so hair pulling, skin picking, uh, non-suicidal cutting, the mm. uh, really damaging nail biting. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And um, I, I am best with, oh, the end of middle school on up. Okay. Yep. They, I seem to be able to relate to them. Mm-hmm. Um, best. Um, and then I do evaluations for attention deficit and looking also at executive function, everything mm -hmm. that happens mm -hmm. in the frontal lobe, the planning, the organizing, initiating. Right. And, um, and I do some counseling for that as well. Now, okay. all, all the counseling that I do is on Zoom. Mm -hmm. And I and I do I do it in a series of three half hours, okay. And so it it turns out to be much more economical. Mm -hmm. And I also mm -hmm. find that people, you get in, you get to the point, you set some goals, 
then you work right. on it for a week and you see what happens. Oh, that's and, good. Mm -hmm. And I like that because also at, at the end of, of your three times, you can say, you know, this didn't work. I, mm. you know, at, right. And if not three by, by six, you absolutely know if you're going to get somewhere or not. And that mm -hmm. saves a lot of money. Right. Know? Yep. Yep. Because you can just try it and um, and see how that goes with right. your, your student. You just never know. And yeah. That's... And then I do I do the Cogmed coaching. Oh, that's right. And yep. that mm -hmm. is through Pearson. And if somebody wanted to try it, I have a demo that okay. a demo thing that they can use that's good to know. Yeah. And that mm -hmm. that is a a time limited training. It's like a personal training. Right. I remember your you brain. talking about that. Mm -hmm. And you have a coach of, you know, a Zoom coach. Right. So so I that think. those are the things that I do. And mm -hmm. I, yes, I really enjoy doing them. Awesome. Uh, yeah. 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 Well, definitely connect with, with Mary if um, this just resonates with you and um, some of the struggles you might be having with um, your student or maybe even personally yourself, too. Um, you know, we all, <laughs> we're, we're not immune to, to all these issues within the homeschooling community, parents or um, children. A lot of times us parents have the same issues our kids do. Um, oh. and, and so, yes, it, it, the struggle's real, and we understand that. So. And that one yeah. site, selfcompassion.org, mm -hmm. that's a good one for for yeah. adults. Mm. It's good to know. Yeah. Tends well, thank you, Mary, hard. so much. Well, thank for you. I enjoyed sharing. this so much. Yeah. Yeah. This was, like I said, it's, it's a topic we need, we definitely need to address. And um, Lisa, your last question was my self-defense class. Yeah. My daughter is, is, is going to be training to be a tattoo artist. So we decided that we should take self-defense so that she <laughs> she's prepared for what she might encounter. Um, and so we're actually doing a mixed martial arts class. It's very interesting. Um, so add that to my aerial silks and I'm, I'm kind of all over the board right now <laughs> with my exercise program, but, um, but it's, it's really interesting. It's very much non, it's kind of more Kung Fu Tai Chi mixed together with a lot of other things. Um, but, but yeah, so, but it there's like fun. It is. Yes. And, and I know a lot of kids that struggle the those martial arts, if you can find a good instructor that, um, understands your students, it, they are incredible programs, and I was actually just asked by by our studio if I could train all their teachers um, how to work with students with um, disabilities. So um, oh yeah, so yeah, because they often see it as, as their behavior as behavior instead of communication, and um, right. so it's good to know. Right, and the, I think that was the Attitude magazine. It has a a, a section on the best sports. Mm. Or someone with an attention deficit that, yeah. you know, keeps getting in trouble playing the team sport. So, yes, team maybe, sports are so difficult. Maybe cross country. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. There's lots, lots of options out there. And they're more life, lifelong types of um, sports versus those team sports that maybe you can only participate in till you're maybe in your 20s and you're going to hurt yourself really bad if you continue right. them. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, thank you so much, okay. Mary. I thank appreciate you. all that you thank shared you. with us. And thank you, our audience, it. for um, being with us. Um, like I said, we're going to continue this conversation one more week because we have one more week in, in May. And we're going to be talking with our guest about 
um, the power of prayer to improve mental health. So um, touching on a little bit of what Mary um, shared with us, but we're going to kind of dive into that much deeper. And so I hope you join me then and um, definitely check out all the resources on this. Yes. On the Sped Homeschool website, um, you'll find Mary's resources there, too, as she is one of our partners. Um, so so thanks again, Mary. Appreciate okay. that. And thank, thank you, you thank all everybody. for joining us. We appreciate you as our audience. And just know that this broadcast was funded by viewers like you. If you want to make a tax-deductible donation to Sped Homeschool, you can visit our website at spedhomeschool.com. So thanks, everybody. And we'll see you you again, same time, same place next week. God bless. Okay. Bye-bye. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. God looks at your heart, not your gene size. Do you know the verses yet still stress over your body? Oh, I get it. I was raised in church, but I struggled with food, eating disorders, and my body for decades. I'm Heather Creekmore, host of the Compared To podcast, where we talk about all things body image and comparison from a biblical perspective. We get real about the pressure to focus on appearance in a culture where looks seem to matter most. Whether you're wrestling wrinkles or battling the scale, Compared To Who is the show for you. You'll laugh a little and be encouraged a lot. If you're ready to stop comparing and start living, visit lifeaudio.com to listen and subscribe.